You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Freestyle Friday. Kind of a little Thursday action. We're going to drop this on a Thursday because there's a lot of good things happening on July 1. We got Jersey Drake in the building. More importantly, we have got some great conversations today about name, image, and likeness to go over because the athletes today, starting today, hitting at midnight, they can do what they want. They can try to get some money. They could like profit off their names. They can roll in the dough. And I'm really excited just to have this conversation with my guy Drake today. Make sure you guys join, though, the Locked On NFL Draft podcast host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak. They're going to give you recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL draft and a look ahead at next year's future first round picks. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right. So Juicy Drake, I hope you're having a great start to your week and you're ending on a high. You feel like these athletes out here, they're finally getting a chance to profit off of what we've been saying for a long time is their name, image, and likeness. Oh, it's about damn time that my boys <laughs> get paid. But before yeah. we start today, I do want to say July 1st is very special. One, this is a big monumental moment for student athletes, but it's also, it is probably one of the most important people in my life's birthday today. I just want to give a shout out to my mom. She is turning 59 today. Yes. Uh, and I'll be taking her out to dinner with one of my first big paychecks at my new job. And I'm okay. taking her to, I want to take her somewhere nice, but and she, I'm like, hey, do you want to go to Shooters? Do you want to go over to Houston's? She's like, no, Andresio, Miquelas, I said uh, Olive Garden. And I'm like, oh, you want to go Olive Garden? Okay, okay. So, uh, Mario Eugenia Calderón Bares, te amo mucho, te quiero más, la arena de mi vida. I would not be here without you. So, but like we said, like we're here for more. Love her to death. However, we are here that. to talk about the student athletes and they are about to get paid. And okay. I, I'm about to tweet out that gift. What's the uh, the video of the guy where he's like, now bring me my money. Yeah, so shout it, out to it, Coach it, Washington from A&T. There it is. Because like it's it's huge. And I actually stayed yeah. up until midnight to see because I know we're big NBA fans here. And you know how they don't have tampering, but we all know the contracts are signed immediately and they announced at 1201. I wanted to see which athletes came out first to see what their deals. You saw the twin, uh, the twins out in UCLA, or I think it's a California sign a big partnership with boost mobile. Mm-hmm. You saw that, you know, with, uh, I think you'll bring it up later with Derek came McKenzie Mill starting a company together. We are seeing these kids get that bread and I'm actually super excited to see what deals are coming down. But I kind of want to ask you before we do that, when you were an athlete, what yeah. would your partnership be? What would you want to be the first like product that you came out with? Oh, like for me personally, just based on like my experience in swimming, like easily a hair care line, because like that's the number one question that people will always ask you. So it's like, what do you do with your hair? And so I would have my own shampoo. I would have partnered with like Carol's daughter or, you know, these some uh, black hair care, black owned businesses. I would have partnered with, you know, Camille Rose or, you know, one of these big Miel kind of name brands. And I would have just had this whole routine and they would have followed me throughout the season. So I can show them how I keep up with my natural hair, blah, 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 blah. So I mean, I would have had my rolling. Okay. I'd have my own swimsuit. I would have partnered with like, not, I didn't even think I would partner with them. The big ones. I probably would have practiced partnered with like more local owned and just be like, you know, during my off season, I'm, you know, in uh, by the pool, you know, in my bikinis, but then when I'm training, I'm in these suits, blah, blah, blah. So like, yeah, I would have definitely had a lot of things rolling. And I just, I hate that. Like we all former athletes have to just play the what if game. Like, Oh man, if I had had blah, 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 like that sucks. And everyone's like having these questions on Twitter, like who would have profited most? Like, 
yeah, that's cool. Like, it's cool to have those, but also that's annoying as shit because, like, they can't have those actual moments. And nobody likes to live in the past, especially when you could have, you think about all the money and lost opportunities. I mean, that's lost wages right there. Like, I saw, yeah. a, tweet th- I saw a tweet this morning from J.J. Reddick, and you know damn well that man would have been <laughs> paid at Duke. Yeah. He, did make, he did make a funny joke about it. He's like, it's like I would have got by a lot of money, but I would have spent it all on Night of Lights and Lacoste Polos, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but you look at players like a Zion who came into college with like a million uh, followers on Instagram. You yeah. look at other, like, other players probably. Like Spencer Rattler, I think he's going to be the prime example. He's going to be the first mega star athlete to actually profit supremely well off this, especially because he has the QB1 sort of, you know, fame from that. Tate Martell, honestly, I think could have benefited also because he was the first star on QB1 as well. So yeah. it is a lot of lost weight. So, yeah, it kind of does suck that you were not going to see, like, those players back in the day. And also, I think Jameis Winston could have profited from a public partnership, you know, with some pictures of crab legs. That would have been hilarious, too. Look at that now. <laughs> yes. So for those who don't know what name, image, and likeness or the NIL rights and all of that is meant for, like, the NCAA essentially was trying to put in place for years, you know, that we've had this amateurism. That was their big thing. Like, players can't profit off of who they are. They can't receive any kind of impermissible be- – or receive any benefits that, you know, have have them to have some sort of advantage to other players within their team or with other schools, what have you. And so they've had 24 state laws who have essentially said, listen, screw that. We're giving NIL to our student athletes. And so that was a combination of where the NCAA pretty much had to save face and change their rules that removed prohibitions that prevented athletes from selling their rights to their name, image, and likeness. So it's really a big shift that's taken so long. We know that last week they had the huge case about it in terms of name, image, and likeness and having the ability, the antitrust laws, all that kind of stuff. And we had the Supreme Court telling the NCAA, like, y'all are doing these people a disservice. It would not work in any other (laughs) business in the world, not even just our country. Like, this would never work in any other scheme, in any other industry. And so now we got a couple of questions that people know, like at, at the time, who is making these rules? So we assume, we assume like, oh, NCAA is just telling them what to do. Like, no, to me, I'm praying for all people in compliance right now because oh. I'm sure their phones are blowing up. Go ahead. I about to say, because like trust, one of the things that I'll give you an example, I used to work over at Johns Hopkins. Uh, I did compliance for them for a year, a year and a half. Shout out John Kendrick, probably get, was the main reason why I kind of want to also get into the sport, the field of sports law. And one of the things that we have to do is when legislation is passed is you need to make sure that your university policies and procedures are <clears throat> are up to, co- up to code. And unfortunately, one of the first things that I had to do when I was there was the, the former Maryland player, uh, that was a, Jordan McNair passed away. So mm-hmm. one of the first things that we had to do, they passed a law regarding, you know, off-season workouts, stuff like that. So I had a draft in compliance with that. Now with the NCAA, what they basically did was like, hey, listen, guys, I know, you know, the deadline is, you know, in four to five days, here's your homework. So could you please draft up a policy that, you know, would allow, gives a temporary sort of thing for NIL and also for NIL if your state doesn't have a sort of um, guidelines. But right. then the NCAA did pass something, I want to say, at the midnight hour, like I think yesterday or two days ago when he sent me a text message that mm-hmm. – basically covers every single state with NIL because right now NIL is only a effective in about eight states. Like, mm-hmm. like Florida started today, uh, July 1st, and there's some states that are far out as Maryland that will not have any policies in place until 2023, which is kind mm. of a nightmare. But the NCAA said right now, as of today, regardless of whether or not if your state has a, like legislation in place, you are permitted to allow your student athletes to receive compensation for NIL and this kind of saves the face for a lot of those states that don't have any policies or policies that are 
not currently in place. So though that's actually a huge thing. The NCAA, I'll give you kudos for that. You may have, you know, put off your book report until the last minute, called your mama, hey, mom, I need to get this, this art supplies real quick for the poster board. But that's the one good thing I think they have done. And right now, I think it's a huge day for college sports in general. No doubt. And like, so the NCAA, they've given individual schools, like basically help them craft their own policies, those that don't have the laws and loose guidelines. So yes, great on them that they're giving them the opportunity to open the door, but like, they're literally saying, Hey, just do your own thing, which could get tricky, right? Cause you yeah. have, you know, certain schools who are probably going to make it easier or more difficult who are academic first schools, right. Who are trying to be like, you gotta focus on your studies or you have people who are just like loose and have nothing. And there's, they're probably going to go on the back end and be like, Oh, actually we don't allow this you know and kids have already made their own business and what have you and so at the end of the day there's other questions like will schools be allowed to pay athletes directly no no most new state laws and NCAA rules explicitly prohibit schools from paying athletes directly for the use of their NIL for any other purposes so all the deals that these kids are making are on their own or through you know these um, I would say marketing agents or lawyers. And that brings me to my next thing. Make sure Jesus help us. Do not just sign up with the first guy with the snake oil salesman pitch, like telling you like, oh, I can make you so much money. Cause I think that's where things might start to get tricky. That is one thing I do want to say for all student athletes to listen to this program right now. Do not under any circumstances at all. This isn't legal advice. This is just advice in general. Do not sign a future marketing agreement with any person whatsoever because that right there actually is illegal you are permitted to sign with a marketing rep agreement right now i'm looking at some drafts right now because i kind of want to be in on this as well i'm going to start you know drafting up my own marketing rep agreements however do not for any future marketing purposes it is illegal for them to sign for you to sign that for any future revenue whatsoever you're a lot you can get your own team when it comes to business accountants attorneys that's fine because you do need help going because this is a new dynamic that we're all mm -hmm. not used to but you need to be careful with because there are going to be people out there. They're going to try to take advantage of you. Yeah. And I think the first thing you need to do is sit down with family, sit down with friends. And also for certain schools, I know that they have like FSU has what's called the apex program. It gives you the tools to sort of, you know, guide your way into that. Cause you're going to be dealing a lot with the third parties when it comes to certain type of things. Like I know boost mobile is kind of a lot of thing coming out. Um, they got other companies that are reaching out as well. So make sure that you get someone that, you know, you have a marketing rep agreement. I think Darren Heitner has a great Twitter, has a definition of that whatsoever. So I will go with that. Absolutely. And so there are many things that, you know, we want to go over today and continue this conversation, but that definitely is one of the most important ones because there are people out there who are going to misuse you. And I feel for these like freshmen and sophomores or people who are coming into college, got to be smart about it. Cause if you're a junior or senior, you kind of know where you stand in the market a little bit. Like, yeah. You could have a couple breakout seasons, but like senior year, you kind of know what it is. Like Jared King, like you mentioned earlier at the top of the show, like it, we, we kind of know where that's going, but for my freshman, sophomore guys, like just don't my young ladies, make sure you're smart about who who you do business with. Now, before we get going, I know there's one thing that you cannot do as a student athlete, and that is certainly rep a betting company. But I'm here to tell you as a non-student athlete where you need to go ahead and get right for the year. That's betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Baseball is in full swing and you can track all the action on Bet Online. You can even get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and more. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. It's time for you to get in the game. Head to our website or use mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
we're sitting here talking about name, image, and likeness and all the good things that could happen, all the little uh, hesitancies from the hesitation from joining, jumping into things without knowing, doing your homework. But I will say, like, listen, at the end of the day, it's a great day for college athletes. You can't, you know, emphasize that enough because making money (laughs) is always, you know, about what's your action. You finally get to feel like you're doing what you're doing is not in vain and no, it's not getting directly paid for, you know, going to practice, right. Or performing in a game, but listen, we've got boosters out here who now you could probably work with in certain regards. Like you can't do like some crazy stuff with, you know, alcohol or tobacco or anything like wild like that. But all these boosters who've been promising these kids cars and what what have you, like, I feel like something's on the way where those things are going to be a lot easier than before. I about to say, cause like I'm a booster, you know, for transparency. That's why the one thing I, I, I always do whenever I want to reach out, you know, to like either, you know, a school or, you know, you know, student athletes, I need to make sure that I'm in compliance with the rules and regulations to make sure that they're not getting in trouble for something like that. And now we're down the path that I think eventually now that you're, you're going to be able to enter these agreements with these boosters. Not, not, not for like, you know, I'm not going to give a kid like $20,000 or give him a brand new car or something like that. But I think you're able to establish relationships such as, you know, post-grad internships after they're done with the school, like for for people that are not going to be playing at the next level. Also maybe that, you know, you can get into marketing agreements with these kids. Like, you know, Hey, listen, like as an alumni, as a booster, I want to help you, you know, build your brand, you know, grow large. If you want to, you know, be the, if you want to be on a billboard, you know, over here, you know, selling out cars, you know, I want to help be able to be the one, help you that you get, you know, got a hair proc line that, you know, you want to start, you know, get in on, I want to be able to get you into contact with these people. So there's going to be a lot of dynamics with going that and then the business side of things where sports law and sports sports in general to me at the heart of it is business yeah we're all trying, we're all trying to get paid we're all trying to you know maximize our value and i think it's going to be a really interesting time because i want to see what happens with some of these schools that have a smaller booster and alumni fan base that doesn't actually provide as much money to the school as you know you would think like fsu's booster numbers are the one of the lowest in the ACC were 20,000 less than Virginia tech. Mm-hmm. And I want to see like how schools like mine actually, you know, react towards this. Cause like a lot of people are still in the camp, you know, that, Oh, they're getting a free education. Spoiler alert. They're not, you know, you should really just look up how scholarships work for not only football players, but also for other athletes as well. But it's going to be really interesting to see moving forward how the relationship between boosters and student athletes move forward. Yeah. And let's talk about relationships. It's a great point. You know, at the end of the day, right, we all say the best athletes get more love and more shine. And I'm sure there are going to be some coaches who do not like old school coaches already feel like they're not going to be down with this that much. But do you see preferential treatment kind of being a little bit shaky now that all of this is out in the open? It's going to be interesting because, I mean, I personally think that from my st- well, I had a friend of mine who used to be a videographer for FSU and you can with Jimbo, he apparently treated everyone the same. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if like upper echelon coaches like a Nick Saban is kind of like that, even though we all know Nick Saban played DB. So he does pretty personal transfer team into his DBs. But I think it's gonna be really interesting when a player signs like a big, big, you know, endorsement deal with like a uh say Spencer Rattler is like goes on goes with Subway or Chipotle. Right. Mm -hmm. And he starts to get those bags and you got, you have a freshman coming in who's a five-star, but doesn't have that name recognition yet. Cause I don't see companies going in. Oh, he's a five-star in high school. Let me go pay him. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be really interesting to see how a coach is going to have to handle that. Cause he's going to have to, he's going to have to not only appease him with playing time, but also he needs to make sure that he needs to get the recognition also as well. So it's going to be 
it's going to be really interesting how that works out. Absolutely. And not even just the coaches when it comes to teammates. Right. So I think we all, we all assume now that everything's sweet. Right. But when you start having conversations like, oh, bro's pulling in this money, jealousy is a real thing. And between, excuse me, between 18 and 22 year olds, like let's not for nothing. Remember that there's a lot of spiciness that goes on in that. Like you remember what you were like on 18 to 22 and oh, you yeah. don't, and then take that to an elevated stage where now you can pull in 20 K and all this kind of stuff. And you have guys who come from nothing, or you have guys who just are greedy and want more than what they already have. I think how you play that, right? Like, Oh, you know, it came out with this tweet that De'Aaron King or, you know, Spencer Rattler or Sam Howell is making 20 K. Okay. Well, where does he keep that 20 K, you know, in his back room? Like, where does he keep this money? Does he have a bank account or does he have cash on him at all times? Or you got some guys who just keep cash on him at all times to get, you know, jacked. Like, so those are things that I hope are conversations that are, you know, adults are having with our young people because those are those are situations I could just see happening already yeah because I know like that's something that's going on with FSU right now I think Charity Grady is the one handling the FSU Apex program to give the kids like because you do need to like make sure it's like you need to like there's a certain maturity level when it comes to like you know handling money you know while like it took me 18 to 22 trust me you are not in a mature place whatsoever I mean at least for myself I can't speak for you but me I was not a very mature individual at all whatsoever but I think it goes to show, like, I think it also depends on the character of the person, too. Because right now, with the De'Ara King and Mackenzie Millen, they started a company together for NIL athletes it's called Dreamfield. And the first NFT that they're releasing coming out next Tuesday is of Mackenzie Milton. And if you're, I mean, that's an, that's an example right there. Like, I think De'Ara King was able to swallow a little bit, probably be a little bit. It's like, you know, hey, bro, your name was a bit bigger, you know, two years ago, three years ago. Why don't yours, you know, yours go out first? Which takes yeah. a lot for someone to come out, especially with De'Ara King who took the calls, you know, football by storm the past two years. Yeah. And that's probably one example of you know, it going well, but there is going to be some instances where players are going to be jealous of, you know, of their teammates, if, you know, getting all their cash, getting all these endorsements. And it's going to be, I'm not going to say it's going to handle it with transfers, but it's going to definitely be, you're going to see something probably spill out probably within the first few months of this coming out. No doubt. Now, listen, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto with ever increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local chain auto part stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the brand their warehouse camp happens to carry. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliable low and the same for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Now, if you're looking to get into this summer mood, make sure you get yourself real right with these Built Bar treats. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors that are ready for a limited time? Even if you want to get just a couple, just got to try coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, personal favorite, or you can get double chocolate or salted caramel. There's every something for everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? Like I said, mint, brownie, I got to have it every single time. Make sure you guys know that they are healthy. They have most flavors are 17 grams of protein. They got, listen, trying to tell you here. 
only four grams of sugar, only four grams of net carbs. You can't do better than that. Go to billbar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 at billbar.com. Finishing up today's show here, a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about with this name, image, and likeness stuff. And listen, if you are a college athlete listening to what you can do right now, athletes, you can participate. You can get your social media game right. You can start a youth camp. You can teach lessons. Like, shout out to all the swimmers. This is your this is your time to shine. July 1, you should be teaching lessons and right, bringing in the bank. You can, launch oh, yeah. your own, you can launch your own business. You can sell memorabilia. NFTs are this big new wave. All of that good stuff. You can sign your autograph to people. And as much as we like assume like, oh, it's not a big deal. This is just this is wild because we just never thought we would get here because everyone said, oh, it'll never happen for I part of me is like hesitant only because, again, I want to make sure that these athletes are protected and, you know, from danger seen and unseen. Like I want to want you to make sure that like you don't <laughs> just be out here wilding, like get something behind you. Make sure like listen in these meetings because you don't want to be out here sitting silly and you say, oh, I did all this work and have nothing to show for it on the back end. I about to say it feels like I never thought today would come mainly because the NCAA has tried so hard to sell the fact that we are not permitting these. I think actually Mark, I have his transcript right here during a hearing when Mm -hmm. I was looking, when I was looking it up where that he basically said, you know, what they asked him, what is amateurism? What is all this? What what, what do you mean by student athlete? It's like, Oh, in an amateur context, uh, it means that they are not, they are not permitted, you know, to benefit from the product. You know, they're not benefited. They're not permitted to, you know, get financial compensation because you know, there's nothing, nothing coming from it, even though we all know, Example, the NCAA tournament brings in $1.1 billion every single year. And I never thought today would come. And it feels like, you know, too good to be true because right now we're finally giving the power is shifting towards these student athletes to make decisions, you know, that's best for them when it comes to their name, image, and likeness. Because all you have is your name. All you have is your face. And now for many years, they weren't able to actually, you know, showcase that, you know, make money off of it now. And now they can. And today is awesome. It's just we it's going to be really weird. It's going to be, I think the best way to put it right now, is it's going to be the wild, wild west for the next, you know, five to six years. Yeah. Because there, there's going to be a lot of people out there, you know, trying to take advantage of some of these kids. And I really hope that we're able to provide these kids the tools to not take, get taken advantage of. And I think it's really, really important these first two to three years to see how, you know, how far we've come. All right. Well, Dabo Sweeney, I'm trying to tell you, it might be your time to go, bro. Like, I feel like you said... <laughs> the day student athletes started getting paid, you was rolling up out the paint. And you haven't really seen Clemson talk about what they're doing with these kids in this not, situation. He's not doing that. Are you kidding me? This man makes ten and a half million dollars to coach a kids game. Are you kidding me? He's not going anywhere. That to me Okay, I'm this I'm doing this thing right now where I'm I take a step back and breathe. And kind of think about how mean I'm about to be. I do this with Max all the time on locked on signals. <laughs> he he says some ignorant, ignorant ass stuff all the damn time. And that to me was probably one of the more ignorant statements that come out of his mouth, especially because now if you're a kid now and you look at those statements, that would you want to go play for him now? Because now it's like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. He's getting paid. Come on, man. Just come on, dude. Yeah. And I just think like, again, we have not seen him really go hard for educating his players. So I think at the end of the day, 
clearly you're educated on what you do and the appearances you make. Like you need to ensure that your athletes are out here making smart decisions because guys have been hustling. And that's the part that I think people are missing. Like guys have been hustling, doing what they have to do to get there to support their families. And yes, we've made it a lot easier for them to do so. But you're ignorant if you think that this is the first time kids have made money, you know, and done what they had to do to get by. Like, that's just that's oh, just not the case. I, oh, that's that not the case whatsoever. <laughs> like, like, listen, I work in compliance, but, you know, damn well, I knew you you know what happens with these kids when they're getting recruited and everything. If the, the rules are in pl- were in place because of, you know, three hundred dollars being dropped, you know, for a basketball player back in the 80s. Watch the movie Blue Chips with Nick Nolte and Shaquille O'Neal. Like, that's how the game worked for a very long time. And. And there's basically now it's moving from the shadows. We're not paying these kids, you know, to come to schools. Now these kids are going to have an opportunity to go a legit legal way. And also they're able to profit off of it probably for an extended period of time and not for one simple lump payment. But you're right. This isn't, this isn't literally, if you're, you would be ignorant and it's be you're being extremely naive if you think this is the first time kids are getting paid, you know, to do what they want to do. So. Yeah, absolutely. And so we end with feeling like as much as we're excited about the NIL, like we do still have issues with the international students who still can't legally, you know, basically have anything to do with this NIL laws and policies. And that's what's crazy to me. They don't have equal access to benefit from this legislation. And they're pretty much inadequately supported <laughs> across, you know, the board yeah. when it comes to campuses. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a tough one too because like if you look at case, like this is me being a legal nerd for a for a second for like <laughs> constitutionally basically when you're not a citizen you come over here I'm um, trying to word this properly you don't have the same as like you know rights and remedies as a someone that's been from here mm-hmm. I have the opinion that that needs to be changed really quickly for mm-hmm. not just for this but for like everything across the board as being a son of immigrants here me being the first one to be born here so you you might see with that. You're, you're going to see less kids probably come over here. Like example, FSU had Balsa Kopravica, who was from Serbia and actually mm-hmm. just left to go, just left to get ready for the NBA draft. Would he come over here if that was the case? If he, cause like he is someone that definitely would have benefited from an NIL uh, yeah. shift. And then didn't, isn't Ben Simmons from Australia? Mm-hmm. Like, would he have come to LSU and played there if that was the case? Because he's also was deemed as baby LeBron. I mean, there were jumpers kind of similar, but mentality wise is not the same, but but it's going to be really interesting to see like how these international players respond to this. I mean, football, you don't really have that for basketball, though. You're definitely going to see a shift in how those kids actually, you know, would determine to come over here or else they might just go over to Europe. As yeah, do. for sure. For sure. And I think just it's like still has a lot of things that they're exposing themselves to and how oh, basketball. They're so, <laughs> they're so they're so screwed. I don't know if you guys oh, sorry to cut you off, but I don't know you're if, you guys are aware, if you're aware of this. There are five new lawsuits that came out since the Alston decision last week. Good. And one, and because the Olsen decision, like I said before, only narrowly it did the issue with education-related benefits and costs. Yeah. Now you have, I want to say her name is Sedona Prince, the basketball player from Oregon, mm-hmm. has an antitrust lawsuit. It's a class action. So good. basically that antitrust is always oh, very good. Trust me. I, I actually read the brief, which which was filed, and it was beautifully yeah. written. I'm, I'm excited to see you can get that heard. But so basically they're trying to bust it up and try to get their exemption gone because NCAA has no competition and basically they're, they're holding all the, all, all the chips with, with them. So they're, if they don't start doing stuff and stop putting the onus on somebody else, they are effed. They are effed beyond all physical. They're a foobar. Like literally it's, it's going to be, they're going to be so beaten down. They need to start, they need to get the ducks in a row because right now 
they, everyone's going to for them. And honestly, I couldn't be happier. There we <laughs> go. If we keep, if we keep there we go. Listen. So as we wrap up, make sure you guys remember, protect your mental, protect your chicken, right? As the great Marshawn Lynch told y'all, don't be out here caught slipping. Don't be caught, you know, without having the right tools ahead of you. Like make sure you just know what you got going on, know what you can actually endorse, know what you can actually make money off of, but then go get it. Like you, you earned it, you deserve it. And I'm really excited to see how creative really a lot of these students or I'm gonna stop saying student athletes. That's that's my goal. A lot of these athletes are about to be. So I'm I'm excited to see all of the good stuff coming from it. But if y'all, you know, want to do podcasts, if you want to do content, shout out to you know, do myself a little plug here. We're here to help, right? I think we are now in a mm-hmm. position where we can definitely help these young athletes get right, you know, let them let their ideas flourish and then make some money off of it. No, I completely agree. And also, like, I'm with you right there. If y'all, if any of you guys need any help whatsoever, if it's even the smallest thing with representation, or if you, you know, if you want to grow your brand, grow your content, you have a spot here in Locked On ACC. You have a spot in Locked On Seminoles, just you know, just to help build and grow your voice. Because we've always, been, we've always been for the athletes. And yeah. now that we're, it's a new day. We're excited. We're hyped. You can't tell what the sound of our voices. And it's really great to see that moving forward, that this isn't going to be a substantial hurdle for a lot of these kids to actually profit off of what they work so hard for since like a very young age. And honestly, I am, I'm stoked. <laughs> no doubt. Well, listen, if you want to get more news from the big, big time major sports, listen, go to a locked on today podcast. The sun has set on the Los Angeles Clippers season. Dang. Get more of the sports news. You need in less time on the locked on today podcast. Follow locked on today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Peter Bukowski hosts updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts, man. Oh man. Whoever made that read, you get an A1, A plus for that one. Well, uh, I mean, you did have to bring up the Clippers and the playoff. <laughs> play, sorry, Tyler, but playoff P is uh, it's going home. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Shout out to Tyler. Aki has a locked on Syracuse. He's holding his down. His playoff P guy didn't quite go over well, but it's all good. It's all good. You got next season, right? Got next season. <laughs> I, I told I told you. I told y'all. I told you. And, I, and, I, and now Kawhi's leaving. He's coming to Miami Heat. Trust me. Trust Ooh, and believe. Trust and believe. Okay. Okay. Look, he might be a little homie hopper. He's just jumping from team to team trying to chase some rings, I see. Hey, listen, I mean, I ain't mad at it. And I ain't mad at it either. I mean, you saw the video of him when he was on, like, I think it was when he was hurt, he was at a strip club, he was hanging out, <laughs> chilling. Listen, there's a reason why James Harden wanted to come down to Miami, too. Ooh, uh, okay. Kawhi, oh, so Kawhi, listen, if you want to come down, hang out with Jimmy Butler, you know, put Tyler Hero, you know, come on, come on down, man. Because trust me, we want, we, we're <laughs> ring chasers. Eric Spolz has been there before, Pat Riley. We'd love to have you. Gang, gang. All right, that's what it is. We hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Stay smart and safe out there. Until next time. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.